Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the GNN Sports Podcast. This is Kyrie Demos, and I've got a real special episode for you all today. On Thursday, I was able to join UB Football's media Zoom chat to discuss the Bulls' first week back in practice, as well as the release of the 2020 schedule. So this episode will be featuring head coach Lance Leipold, athletic director Mark Allnut, director of athletic communications Brian Wolf, and assistant director of athletic communications John Fuller as well as other local sports journalists, Mary Margaret Johnson of WIVB Channel 4, Greg Vorce from Spectrum News, as well as Anthony DeChico from UB's The Spectrum Newspaper. So sit back, enjoy, and take a listen as we discuss the Bulls getting back in action for the 2020 season. Hey, Coach. I think we're going to uh, start with you. We're going to be joined by Mark Allnut as well, but um, since the schedule was released uh, yesterday and we've had a few practices under our belt, we thought uh, we should start with uh, Coach Leipold here. And uh, Coach, if you maybe just want to open up a statement about how practice has been going so far and maybe touch a little bit on uh, the schedule release yesterday, um, that would be great. So maybe you're ready, sir. Why don't you um, unmute yourself first? Yep. All good. That would help. I wish I could say it was my first Zoom call and I could act like I didn't know what I was doing, but uh, apologize. Thanks everyone for jumping on. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, you know, we've uh, what, four days in right now uh, of being consistently on the field. Really, really excited about uh, attitude and efforts of our football team right now. I've got a lot of work to do yet. Um, working through the soreness, kind of working together, different pieces uh, being, you know, injected from, from a year ago. So but uh, all exciting and, and positive at, at this time. Um, Schedule-wise, uh, you know, uh, challenging. Uh, as always, I mean, when you really look at it, you, you, you go to the, you know, the last time we played Northern Illinois, uh, you know, it was in the conference championship and, and we came up short. Um, and, then, and then so we play the 2018 conference champs followed by, the, by last year's conference champs in week two. So right out of the gate, we play two excellent football teams. And with only six games, they're all going to be extremely important. And, and the balance of our league is, uh, is always there. So challenging. Um, you know, it's interesting kind of like the fact that it's away home, away home. And it, it, it's kind of balanced that way. And, uh, you know, uh, one short week. Um, you know, right away in week two. Uh, so, uh, but other than that, uh, again, I appreciate all the efforts of our administrators and our conference office to make that possible. So whoever wants to go first, uh, we can add start questions for coach and then uh, Mark will be joining us shortly and um, it'll be available for uh, questions as well. So if you guys want to just put um, your hand up and I can just let you know via the chat uh, who, um, who will be going in what order. So just, um, just let me know who would like to go first. Kerry, go ahead, Kerry. Ready, Coach. I pulled on. Um, it's nice to finally be seeing you again. Um, you know, it's been a long time. But, you know, just wanted to ask you, obviously, um, even getting back is, you know, an amazing thing during this time. But, you know, seeing that you guys have a condensed schedule, how do you anticipate um, that, you know, in terms of the challenges and things of that nature? Um, you know, it's going to be a, a fast flying six weeks of football uh, ahead. It is. And, uh, you know, that's 
that's going to be the unique part. And we, we learn every day, really, when we go through this based on whether it be our testing protocols that we're going through. And, and you're used to having a fall camp with, without classes and other obligations to kind of get things kicked off. And, um, you know, guys are kind of adjusting their bodies again. So a lot of things. And, and this is, uh, you know, a 12 game season is a little bit more of a marathon. You know, this is a little bit, this is probably characterized as a sprint and, Every game is going to be uh, extremely important. But at the same time, considering all factors that we've gone through, I think our guys embrace that and they understand it and have maybe a, a, a new appreciation and, and value for that and, and how quickly things can kind of be taken away. And, and hopefully we use that as motivation and energy as we move forward. So um, that will probably be a good question every week to see how we kind of adjust with things really and, and move the pieces together. Um, we're not having position meetings in a classroom setting, which, you know, and then when we test, we're not really getting that. So um, really uh, appreciate and admire the, the uh, creativity of our coaching staff and, and what we're doing to try to still get the information disseminated and, and really um, our players embracing all those things and, and going out there and, and, and executing where we have to this point. Yeah, and I also just wanted to ask uh, quickly about, you know, just getting to this point as well. You know, you guys hear the decision that the MAC is going to, you know, punt on the, the fall season in August. Um, so, you know, up until this point, I know you guys had to prepare and, you know, keep in, in shape and things of that nature, but, you know, just talk about what it's been like to even get to this point with the first week of practice. You know, it's very, uh, it's been very emotional in a lot of ways and draining on our young men and, and, and those things of the highs and lows. Um, uh, again, as I kind of stated earlier, I greatly appreciate the efforts of our administration. Um, uh, you know, the hours that, uh, you know, Mr. Allnut's been on, on Zoom calls, uh, President Tripathi on the committees he's on, to, to do all those things to, to make that happen. And with that, so the, the communication along the way um, that, you know, at, at times, you know, we're looking at playing in, in the spring or late winter, or whatever we want to call that. And, and so there was still the motivation to train and, and, and work on personal improvement and gravitating towards getting, uh, you know, the team ready. Um, we were able to try to make up some of that time that we missed in, you know, really April, May, and most of June in the weight room and conditioning. So um, our guys adapt well, young men adapt, uh, uh, you know, college age, uh, you know, students adapt probably better than we do as adults even and kind of let it, let it roll a little bit more. Um, and I thought they did. And, and again, uh, and hopefully we can go out and, and execute in a, in a way that, that that'll make everyone proud. Sure. Thanks again, Coach. Thank you for jumping on. Hey, Coach. Good to see the uh, stadium behind you. It's a nice view on this uh, beautiful Thursday morning. Um, my question is, you know, normally when you guys start the season, you know, last year having Robert Morris as the opening game of the year, kind of just working out all those kinks. But like you said in your opening remarks, I mean, you do, you guys do have two incredibly tough games to open up the season this year. How do you plan on getting those kinks worked out? I mean, having not played football in a really, really long time for these guys. Yes, and, and I guess the one thing is you could say right off the bat is, you know, especially when it's all conference games, we're all pretty much on the same, you know, playing field right now as far as starting points. And 
maybe others have had, we, we've all had our obstacles on our campuses. Um, you know, I, I get my years all near 2017, we opened up in Minnesota. Sometimes we had the FCS game. Um, I think, and John can correct me if I'm wrong, I want to say, was it the 17 season or something? I think we played Eastern Michigan game two, possibly. I, I think we've had, but you're right to, to go out and play two, um, you know, the two former conference champs last two years, right off, right out of the gate. Um, you know, we're going to have to, you know, come out and, and, and be able to execute at, at a level that we want if we want to have a chance to compete for a divisional or a conference championship. And like you've said, and like you guys already know, I mean, with a six-game conference-only schedule, obviously every single game counts. What would it say, and I know that this is still a couple weeks out, but right now what would it say for you and for this program to come out and get those two big wins immediately? What, how much confidence would it give you guys? Well, let's just start. Uh, let's just hope we start off with one victory, as you know. I, I, is that it, you find a way to come out and and you can start the season with a win. Uh, you start the season with a road win. All those things will be huge pluses. But we know that uh, that's a that, that's a team we have never beaten since we've been here as a staff, and uh, and we've got to find a way to make that happen and make it happen on their home field and and. Uh, you know, again, that would be a, a, you know, a great way to start the season. And, uh, you know, one, one that our, our focus is going to be on here pretty quickly. And last question for me, do you like the home away, home away kind of uh, setup that you guys have this season? Yeah, I do. I, I, I do for where, you know, for some of the travel and some of the things, but um, especially with the midweek games and, and, and classes and, and missed classes and some of those things that uh, even though a lot of it's virtual right now, um, the consistency there, um, that's not an easy task for our, our conference offices to put something like that together. There's a lot of different scenarios that are played. Um, when, when Mark sent me the schedule, I looked at it, I was like, you know, it's, yeah, it's very, very fair and understandable with the with the format that was going to be provided. So, um, and I think we're one one of two or three schools that that ended up with that type of schedule. So, um, very pleased with that. Awesome, thanks so much, Coach. Thank you. Hey, Lance, Greg Morse here. Um, we know the the MAC kind of gets that Maction Tuesday tag given to it. A lot of people love having you know that major D one football on Tuesdays. As a coach, how do you feel? about those midweek games compared to, you know, some teams just love those Saturday noon kickoffs. Personally, I, I enjoy it. And, uh, you know, there's part of me, whether it be as a coach, and there's part of me that uh, I consider myself a fan of football, okay? And uh, um, when, when we were talking about the spring and things like that, uh, you know, I – I try to watch those startup spring leagues and stuff and when, when time permits. I, I like it. So any chance there's a there's an opportunity and, and for programs like like ours and, and quite frankly, you know, you know, having the Buffalo Bills in town, there's there there's usually a you know, if, if that's gonna eat up people's weekends or they plan one day, if we have a different day of the week that we can kind of um, have our little niche, I'm I'm very comfortable with that. Um, I think again as a league, I, I think with with everything, there's there's a chance for like us to like you say have that niche and and the word maction is an is a term that's uh, nationally known. It's talked about many times and and within our profession, it's amazing how many of our peers, even from Power Five schools, talk about watching our games and on those nights when when they get home from the office. So I, I see them as positives. 
and and really what we're operating and with some of the I know there's some drawbacks sometimes with uh, alumni and other people getting the games, but where we're at right now with crowds, um, I embrace it, and uh, I, I think our players do as well because you you pretty much know between a restaurant, a hotel, a sports bar, whatever it may be, a lot of those times, um, you know, the blue and white is going to be the, you know, what's on that screen and it really can help the profile of our, of our program and our university. For you guys, just a few days in, but forecasting out, how much harder are position battles going to be to kind of figure out and decide through all of this? Um, yeah, it's not quite battles yet. It's like who's available on what days and, and things like that based on, on some things. Right now we've been, we're, you know, we're operating in an in a excellent way right now and it, it continues to get better. Um, but uh, that, that'll be a, um, you know, a, one of those things that is the word is used often now during these times, that's a very fluid situation that you're going to have to wait and see. And, but the, the thing I like about it, Greg, too, is, it forces us as coaches, but it also with our younger players is um, you're going to, you're going to have to develop depth. You have to give guys opportunities and they have to take advantage of that opportunity and be prepared when their time comes. And I think those are things that you're going to see a lot of programs that are able to do that. It's going to benefit them in the long run in future years as well, not just this season. Lastly, for me, back to the schedule, usually, you'd have a little bit of time if we can get to that seventh game. Do you kind of like that? It's, if you get there, it's just, just play. Um, well, it, it was in the other years, it was just play. It was kind of fluid. It's just kind of pushed back, but at least it was for our year. Um, you know, I've learned one thing in a long time being in, in these, what, 14th year being a head coach. If you start worrying about game seven before you play games one and two, you're, you're never going to see game seven or 13 or whatever it is. And, uh, and, and then you've got to answer even more difficult questions on, on this screen uh, and things when, when you don't. So, it, again, it's, uh, you know, one thing also I'd, I'd just say is, you know, in our league we talk about it, but we talk about those non-conference games and other things. Sometimes teams, you know, you, you, you know, I think everyone will probably be as close to their full roster in conference play. Sometimes you get banged up in some of those games against bigger schools and things. So you just don't know how this is going to play out and, and all the other factors. And, and, and if we start, you know, I don't want to not respect your question because, you know, I can remember a few years back where they, that wouldn't even be even on, on anyone's mind about asking about something like that a few years back when we got here. So to, to have that mindset is where we want this program to be, but we cannot forget what it's going to take, what it took for us to be in that position and what it'll continue for us to, to be there if we want to get back there. No disrespect taken, I had to ask. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, we've also been joined now by Athletic Director Mark Allnott. He's also available for questioning as well. Um, again, please raise your hands for uh, either a question for Mark or for Coach Leipold, and uh, we'll go to whoever um, uh, has, a, has a question. Go ahead, Anthony. Uh, Coach, uh, knowing that um, it's a six-game schedule and that you play some really good football teams along the way, it's going to be uh, hectic for you guys. But also knowing that it's a conference-only schedule, uh, do you guys – Kind of have a sense of comfortability or like familiarity knowing that it's all conference opponents i'm sorry that was to me yet anthony i'm sorry yeah. um um yeah i you know one thing in in our in our world is uh 
you know, the, again, I think, and Mark, you, you you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think there may have been one adjustment in the whole conference of what was set as uh, an opponent um, already in the schedule. So, you know, we were scheduled to play two other West Division schools, but, you know, and those were, those were just taken off. I think one school had, or two teams had to, and I think it was Western Michigan and Akron maybe was the one adjustment to balance out everybody to be three and three. So um, in our summertime, especially what we've been going through, there's been, um, you know, we always prep for the, you know, the first few games, the non-conference opponents during the summertime. We had more time in May. And because of everything that we were under, we were actually able to, you know, we, we started looking at, you know, you know, everyone that we had played before. The division teams, as you, as you alluded to, yeah, we have some familiarity with it. We just have to see if there's been staff changes, philosophy changes. So, yeah, that definitely helps. And then the, the, the one part for maybe some of us, and again, I don't know who that is in our league, is when you're playing that crossover game, and, and I want to make sure I'm saying this right, and John, you may know this as well, is that this was kind of the new, a new year of, of the crossovers. You, you, you play each one twice. So to open up in week one against somebody you haven't played for the last two years is difficult. Mm -hmm. And you look at Northern Illinois' situation, it's a different coaching staff. The coaching staff we played against in 18 moved on to Temple. So those things are going to be unique, but, um, you know, things that we, we, we can work through. Thank you. Hey, Mark, this question is for you from, from Greg here. Um, you guys, obviously, Coach has kind of laid out how different this schedule is and the crossovers and, and all that. What was the process like from your standpoint as the AD to all the ADs to, to kind of try to get this together? Well, uh, thanks, Greg. And first of all, thanks everyone for for attending. It's also good to see uh, just Paul Peck down there, just frozen in excitement. Down, so I'm glad to see you on the call as well, Paul. We miss you, and I look forward to you uh, playing some great games. I'm in the car. You don't want to watch me drive. <laughs> That's hey, put the phone down. Gosh dang, you shouldn't shouldn't admit that. But uh, no, seriously, Greg. You know, for us, and and, and Coach mentioned it somewhat when we were going through this process and, and trying to determine what that schedule would look like, we wanted to stay consistent with uh, what we would have gone into uh, with the fall of fall of 20, understanding that we're, we weren't going to, you know, play non-conference games, understanding with the, the, the time frame that we were in, uh, you know, unlikely to be able to, you know, play a full complement of uh, mid-American conference uh, uh, contest. So for us, it was, we wanted to have a divisional champion and we wanted to preserve uh, as best we can the, the divisional games uh, and keeping that as it would have been in the fall of 20 if we would have played that game. And then you know, as the determination was made to play a, a sixth game was, and Coach just mentioned that, was identifying the three opponents that we would have played. And for the most part, being able to keep it consistent for you know three home games, three away games. And, and for us, that happened to be you know, Northern, Northern Illinois. And, you know, a lot of conversation, you know, one of that, some great productive conversation, uh, as coach will say, you know, we, we had plenty of back and forth, uh, you know, during those, during those times, but, uh, you know, we're excited to be where we are and to at least give, you know, our student athletes the opportunity to, uh, to play, you know, this, this season and, and, and more importantly, to have that opportunity to become a, a MAC champion, all, all, all participants, not just saying Buffalo in particular, but for us to, you know, hopefully be able to walk away uh, from this season, you know, with the, with the MAC champion is a, is, is a great thing for us. Lastly, for me, uh, love coach's answer on this, but how do you feel 
about, you know, the, the, the kind of that maxion, those midweek games, those Tuesday, Wednesday kickoffs, where you guys truly do get the, uh, the spotlight. Yes, I mean, you know, for us, uh, and I, I'm going to echo somewhat what Coach mentioned here. I mean, even before I got here, I mean, just being a, just being a fan of the game, uh, you know, I would watch these games, whether I was at, you know, Memphis or, or, or Southeast Missouri State or even going back to my days at, at Missouri. And the exposure for the league, uh, you can't put a number on, you know, the amount of exposure we get from, from Maxion. And I remember, you know, one of our first Maxion games that we had when I was here, 2018 season, I was getting text messages from, you know, my peers nationally, you know, talking about, hey, tell me about this, you know, Tyree Jackson, that quarterback is outstanding. Or, you know, how about these uniforms you wear? Same thing last year, this, your running back you guys have, wow. You know, so, you know, for us to have that, that spotlight and for us to have that, that niche from a national platform, it's something else. And then, you know, as we continue to dig into, you know, locally, you know, obviously our, our community and be able to provide, not gonna be able to provide it this year, but be able to provide, you know, folks in our community to be able to come to UB Stadium and and they understand what the great product it is. So, you know, I'm excited that we had the opportunity to start off with with Maxion and and our ESPN, our, our TV partners, both ESPN and CBS Sports were, were able to accommodate you know, Maxon, and then, you know, the last half of the season is going to transfer to, to Saturdays. But what a, what a great opportunity for us because we will kick off after, you know, the Big Ten, but also before the Pac-12. And, and it's all going to be about, you know, what Mid-American Conference uh, football is, is doing that week. Awesome. Thank you. How's it going, Mr. Allnut? Hey, Kari, how are you? Good, good. Um, you know, first off, I wanted to ask you, you know, being the athletic director, just um, could you talk about what it's been like really just trying to, you know, set the, the protocols and um, procedures um, for all of the student athletes um, in, in the fall right now? I know you guys have had, you know, the deal with the challenges dating back all the way to last spring and throughout the summer as well. Just, you know, how has it been, especially now that all the, um, well, not all the student athletes, but most student athletes and, and students are back on campus? Well, you know, all of our student athletes are back on, on campus right now. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, it's been a, um, it, it's a ongoing experience that, that presents its own set of challenges. Uh, fortunate enough to have an outstanding team of, of staff members and, and coaches that understand, you know, where we are and what we need to do and being able to relay, you know, all this protocol and processes to our, to our student athletes. Um, you know, I feel very, very comfortable in terms of where we are. Um, you know, no, no AD in the country is going to go into, you know, an academic year and, and, and feel that, you know, they're going to be untouched by this virus. You know, for us, it's more so we understand you know, how do we, how do we live with this virus, but more importantly, how do we continue to ensure the health and safety of our student athletes that to help mitigate the opportunities for them to, to, to get that virus or once if they do, you know, test positive, you know, what is that process to be able to bring them back in the fold to make sure that, um, you know, what their sound, you know, body and, and mind. So, you know, it's, it, it's nonstop as, as, as you can imagine, but also at the end of the day, you know, as we move forward to the season, you know, we're under the guidance of, you know, our state guidelines uh, along with our, our county and, and, and campus. And, you know, as they understand, you know, all the procedures, all the protocol that we have in place that, you know, follow suit to CDC guidelines, follow suit to state guidelines, county guidelines, NCAA, Mid-American Conference, and then, 
in more cases, even above what some of those standards, you know, might be to give them a comfort level to, to let them know that, hey, we want to be in a position to compete. You know, we, we're at that position to compete. And by the way, uh, when you when you look at UB, you, you can definitely understand that, you know, what we're, we're following to, to soup, so to speak, uh, everything that's out there that we need to do to, to compete in a, uh, in a safe manner. For sure. And, you know, also, too, you, you talked a little bit about the health and safety of the student athletes. Um, I'm sure that's a big factor in why you guys really wanted to push to bring the season back this fall rather than kicking it back to the spring. So just how important was it um, to be able to make sure that the season was back this fall rather than potentially um, the football team having to play two seasons in less than a calendar year? That's that's a good point, and and really just to revisit the decision back in early August to, you know, why the decision a couple of weeks ago to to reverse course, so to speak, is, you know, there are more data points, you know, about the virus, and I've said this to others uh, on this call that you know the virus is still the virus, but but again, you know, we were able to receive more information from our medical advisory group in terms of how this how this virus was potentially. You know, affecting this demographic, okay, and and how how could we um, be able to evaluate that and, and be able to ensure again the, the safety of our student athletes? Testing was also you know a big factor in this. Um, you know, when, when the decision was first made by our conference and others, you know, the testing wasn't as um, as you know consistent. Uh, the standard wasn't at a, at a at a level where we would want it to be as you know practitioners in this in this business, but but that's changed. So now we have the opportunity to have access to rapid tests that that have the accuracy level that uh, that uh, are at the standards that the NCAA has set out. And 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 for us with these rapid tests, that if there is you know a positive, you know it gives us the opportunity to be able through contact tracing through how we perform our activity an opportunity to really isolate, you know, those that, uh, you know, might be associated with that, with that individual. And just to, you know, follow up on your, on your point, I mean, we were, we were planning, um, you know, as we move forward, when I say we, not just a mid-American conference, but even from an NCA standpoint, our football oversight uh, committee, you know, we're planning to put together a productive and a robust, uh, you know, I should say schedule you know, for the spring, being cognizant of po possibly playing two seasons in one calendar year. So we were prepared to go down that road. But, you know, now since we are, are you know, back in the fall, you know, there is some relief, so to speak, because, you know, now you're not doing all that in, in one calendar year, which gives us an opportunity to have that required rest preparation for the 21 season. Because at the end of the day, we want to ensure that the Fall 21 as best we can, you know, we still could be in the COVID-19 world in terms of how we operate, but we wanted to ensure that the 21 season was 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 back to normal. And when I say back to normal, you know, a, a full complement of games, opportunity for, for us to play our non-conference games and give our student athletes those experience of, of, of doing that and, and be able to um, uh, have a fulfilling season. So a lot, you know, went into it, but, uh, you know, we're we're, you know, very confident in terms of where we landed. And, and at the end of the day, um, you know, we wouldn't do it if uh, our medical advisory group would advise, would advise against it. For sure, 100%. I appreciate your time, Mr. Alna. And I just have one last quick question for Coach Leipold. Um, you know, just talking a little bit about the roster itself, you know, especially in such an uncertain year and a year where 
I mean, you know, let's face it, you know, there, there have been unprecedented challenges. You know, what is it like to, to see that you have a, a group that, you know, a lot of returning starters, you know, those guys in the backfield, obviously some guys that played under center as well coming back. So just, just thoughts on being able to have a roster that, you know, has a lot of experience and not necessarily catching everybody up to speed. Um, extremely important for us. I think it's a, a definitely a, a plus for us as we move forward. I think I might have said this the other day was um, if this was a year ago and everything that we went through, uh, you know, a lot of unknowns and but uh, the job that our upperclassmen have done as far as leadership and guiding our players and, and where what we've been able to get done even through um, really um, uh, segmented football team and workout groups and everything by Zoom and that with, with the kind of players. Now, if this would have been a year ago, uh, it would have been even more difficult than just what the virus and that all the protocols kind of have. It would have been a very difficult stretch for us. But this team has come together. They believe in one another. Um, experience and success is a big part of that. But uh, I think that's something that now that we start to work together more as a whole team during during practice times, I hopefully that is something that's going to keep, keep filtering through the, the whole program. But yes, it's definitely an advantage for us. For sure. Thank you, guys. Any other questions for Coach or for Mark or Coach, if anything else you want to say, or Mark, if anything else, any comments you want to make, you're welcome to do that. Otherwise, we can... Uh, we can wrap this up. Appreciate it. Everybody's good. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. And um, we'll do this again uh, probably next week to get an update on the team and how practice is going. Again, we're going to keep practices closed uh, at this point uh, throughout the fall camp. Um, but we'll, uh, we'll continue to do these Zooms with coaches and select players to try to keep you guys abreast of what's going on during practice as we prepare for our opener on November 4th. So um, thank you very much. Greg, did you have anything else or you all good? Nope. I'm good. Okay, Thank great. you. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Thanks for joining Thank us. Thank we'll you. talk again soon. Thank you.